found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits, the 27th day of June. And uh, air quality alert is in effect, Matthew. Sure is. You can see it. I mean, you can yeah. smell it. And Man. Forest fires in Canada is still an issue. Aye, aye, aye. I was thinking as you walked into the studio to get acclimated, it's almost a take off the glasses and rub them down day for you. Stare off. You just <laughs> act like you're just, you know. Why do you say that? I don't know. You just seem a little dismayed. Dismayed? Yeah. Are no. you dismayed today? No, not at all. All right. Okay. But, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm perfectly made. All right. I wanted to start with something we didn't get to yesterday. All right. Hasbro, the toy maker. They've decided that this year for the 25th anniversary, the Furby will be making a comeback. Gosh, I saw that. In a press release, Hasbro says sales will start next month. Furby was first launched in 1998. Mm-hmm. Just about everybody seemed to have a Furby. Yeah. They were big-eyed fuzzy, and they cooed and burbled and... <laughs> Even learn new words. Yeah. 40 million were sold in the first three years of its production. It stopped in 2016. I didn't know they were even selling them that late. I thought they were yeah, done so. in the 90s. Right. But, uh, Hasbro says the new Furby will have five voice activated modes. It'll be more annoying than the original, <laughs> basically. Okay. It's <laughs> sure. It's programmed. With more than 600 responses to external stimulus. There will be lights, sounds, and 10 original songs. Oh, boy. Music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so while you're sound asleep, oh. Kirby will decide to start singing you a tune, perhaps. Yes, indeed. It was first sold... Uh, so if you really... If there's someone in your life you really just... You really hate. <laughs> Get him a Furby. Get him a Furby. <laughs> It's going to sell on Amazon. It has uh, first been sold on Amazon for 70 bucks. <laughs> Sales begin July the 15th. If you're wanting a new Okay. It was just one of those little guys that, uh, you know, you'd work with it and work with it. Then you'd lose interest. Then out of the blue, it'd start doing something. I remember when I, when I came on board here, <laughs> I came on board in the spring of 99. In that previous... Christmas yeah. of 98, we had auctioned off a couple Furbies yeah, yeah, for right. several thousands of dollars. Yeah, they were, they went up there. And it was still like, it was so much, I mean, it was still a buzz when I came on board. Now, I feel like we tried it again the next Christmas. Yeah. We got our hands on one or two Furbies because they were still pretty hot. Yeah. And uh, I think we, we, we raised some money. I can't remember how much we did, but. They go for seventy bucks. The new ones. I don't know what the originals were. Probably not that much. I wouldn't think. But anyway, you can look for the new Furby. Gosh, I'd like to go for one. I saw one somewhere not that long ago, and I thought, geez. Uh, wow. Okay, Furby's first public appearance. Uh, blah blah blah. And uh, <laughs> thirty-five bucks. Okay, so it's double. The original retail price of a Furby was thirty-five dollars. All right. Demand for Furby skyrocketed in the 98 <laughs> Christmas season, driving the price to over 100. Oh, my. 
and sometimes several hundred dollars. Some Furbies even sold for $300 in newspapers and auctions. Wow. And, of course, ours sold for far more. Yeah, it was a fundraiser, though. Yeah, yeah that's right. It was a good cause. But um, I don't know. I don't think I'll get a new one. There was something else that was annoying. Wasn't that the little gadget that you carry it around like a baby. It was like, <laughs> and it would start doing stuff. Yeah, and you had to like feed I don't, it. Yeah, and, I don't yeah. remember what they were exactly. Yeah. Was but, that a Tamagotchi or was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that was another annoyance. Gosh. So, I don't know if it'll be as popular this go around. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see. It sings songs now, so there's yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. That'll be very exciting to have in but your home. Somebody will discover it's cussing. And if you get one of these, <laughs> if you if someone gets your child one of these, just know that person probably doesn't like you. <laughs> oh, look, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, the uh, Teletubby was a cusser. That's right. I think it was that's a, right. the, the red one. Yeah. I think it had said cuss words. Yeah, it did. <laughs> or is that a cuss phrase? Something, yeah. yeah. And somebody at the factory got a hoot out of that. You bet. You know. It's, now was it was it really a cussing or was it? I, they just perceived we just, it to. Do we perceive you know. it to be? You know. Are the Teletubbies still a thing? I don't know. Is Barney still a thing? You know, I. What's the thing now? Is it? Uh, what's his name? Watermelon head kid. Melon? Yes, Teletubbies. Okay, Coco Melon. <laughs> That's his name. Is it? <laughs> yes, Teletubbies are still on TV. A okay. redub version of the 2015 reboot premiered on Netflix back in 22. Okay, uh, the new version features a new cast. <laughs> they just can't get rid of that good stuff. Nope. <laughs> you know, back in my day, you know, of course, if you're a rural dweller, you couldn't get a PBS station. To watch, you know, and Sesame Street came along after I was, you know, older anyway. Okay. Right. But you had Captain Kangaroo. That was it. Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. See, I, I only got Captain <laughs> Kangaroo when I went to my grandma's house because yeah. she got, was the channel, he was on Channel 4, right? I think something. Out of you know, um, yeah. Bloomington? Might have been. I, yeah. I thought it was CBS, but I don't I maybe. I wrong. remember we didn't, um, I couldn't get you it. You couldn't get him. Yeah. And then you know if you if I went into my grandma's, she had cable and I could watch Bozo. Oh, yeah, yeah Bozo was uh, my cousin around. Ben's house. Yeah, they but, had cable. So, <laughs> and I always thought about the poor kid at home playing. You know, the kid. You know, you'd be the guy drawn out to be with the kid that couldn't throw a ping pong ball two feet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going for a new bike. You know, <clears throat> yeah. And it's like this kid yeah. can't toss anything. Right. <laughs> Because, you know, they got to the point where you'd play along representing Timmy. That's right. In Logan Sport. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid can't throw a ping this pong ball two feet. Can hit the broad side of a barn. <laughs> and Cowboy Bob, he was on. Yeah, he, he was part of that too. I guess I, since I wasn't, you know, I didn't watch these, I didn't understand. Like, yeah. why, why is this old man in a sport like a blazer? Why is he. A blazer? Why is he. <laughs> Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this old man in the sport coat? Why is he chatting at me? Like, what's well, going on? It was important. <laughs> it was just, I don't know. Why does he call himself know? Kangaroo? That's weird. <laughs> and did he drive parents as nuts as these other characters have been recently? I don't think so. 
I wouldn't he, think he, he would have. pretty low-key. Yeah. You know. He wouldn't drive a parent nut. Uh, nuts, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so either. So. It is 6.30. We'll take a break for news. We get off on some of the strangest <laughs> things based off one Furby story. Yeah. When we come back, the story on the average American now has over $54,000 worth of debt. Dang. On average. So we'll uh, hit that and some other stuff when we come back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. See, we've got memories from people coming in. Yes. And both uh, were concerned from Bozo. Yeah. And uh, mine said that uh, they felt so bad for the little girl. We must remember the episode <laughs> that couldn't even reach the first bucket. Oh, no. Because, uh, you know, what were there, four? I don't remember. But, you know, on the grand pong, prize game? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not oh, sure the grand prize game. That yeah. was that was a biggie. Yeah. And you could win a new bike. I, yeah, I do yeah. remember that. And then you got something from somebody. And then someone texted and said, <laughs> on Bozo the Clown, Mom's... Hey, Mom! <laughs> Mom's could win new hosiery with no bind tops. <laughs> What's it? You try them on, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing creepy about that. No, it's fine. Nothing... <laughs> Nothing to miss here. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, so, memories. What a wild time, man. What a wild, <laughs> just... wild time it was. <laughs> it's far different than today, for sure. Yep. And uh, I've got this uh, pertaining to a recent poll that the average person feels they could only stay debt-free for eight and a half weeks before occurring, occurring, accru- accruing, accruing new debt. Dang. The average person has $54,767 worth of debt. Dang. 56% saying they owe more for necessities than for nice-to-haves. People's biggest debt hurdles include credit card debt, mortgages, car loans, and medical debt. So if you include mortgages in on that... Well, yeah. You know, I mean... I thought a mortgage was a... It's like it's not a bad debt to have a mortgage. I, would, I wouldn't think... And if your average with a mortgage is that, you're not in bad shape, in my opinion. Now, if you have that kind of debt, and it's just based on credit cards, car loans, and medical debt, then you're hurting. Yeah. You know? Nearly half the poll believes some of the debt they have taken on was worth it. I mean, you know. (laughs) And what did we have the other day that um, some people are spending $300 a week on takeout? Yeah. Is that contributing to this? Because, I mean, you got to pay for it through a card. And again, you know, if I do, if, you know, if, the, if times are good for old Dale, <laughs> I'll just use my debit card, you know. Mm. But when times are tough, and there are many. Yeah. Next thing you know, that uh, nine bucks I just spent for that, if you include the, the interest, you just had a $200 meal, my friend. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Of course, now you can get that finance. Remember, you could um, yeah, that's right. you can get your meals financed <laughs> it's like, through Klarna. How do you ever get out of debt that way? Man. And it's like, you know, you know that these uh, places where you go to uh, get a quick loan, mm-hmm. you know they're busy. You know they are. Yes, they are. I mean. And people are getting those quick loans. 
then of course you got to pay it back when you get paid. You never, you just never get out of the cycle. Yeah, it's just uh, it's ugly. It's an ugly economy right now, and it's not really getting any better at all. So at least locally, it doesn't seem to be. Bud Light, of course, they've been in the news. They're offering a new fifteen dollar rebate. Ooh. Okay, so you get a fifteen dollar rebate during the July Fourth weekend. To jumpstart sales after its disastrous partnership, okay, Bud Light. One way to put it. <laughs> was forced to resort to the giveaway gimmick as sales fell another 28.5%. Another. These are double digit. But they're still number one beer. How like, do you how do you They do still that? retain, they're still number one, right? I, I guess. It says you can get your 15 buck rebate for purchases of a 15 pack. Now it's a 15-pack, not a 12, hmm. not a 24, no. not an 18, a 15-pack, okay? All right. That, uh, three of your buddies, you each get five. Don't you take mine, okay? <laughs> you get a 15-pack of Bud, Bud Light, Budweiser Select, or Budweiser Select 55. <laughs> the rebate applies to purchases of up to 15 bucks made between now and the 8th of July. That means that Bud Light is effectively giving away the beer for free. <laughs> wow. In areas where 15 packs sell for less than 15 bucks. <laughs> are, they, are they that much here? I have no I don't. I, I have no I've idea. I've been beer shopping. and Right. You know, all I see is the cooler that might have a Colt 45 in it. I'll <laughs> grab one or two. <laughs> Colt 45. Bud Light. Yeah. will uh, pay out the rebate to customers with a prepaid digital card. Oh. So that's how you'll get it. Nice. I wonder how many will take advantage of that. I mean... I don't know. It's a good question. If you drink Bud Bud Light, and again, I don't know why any... You know, that doesn't bother me at all. I don't care what they did. I, I really... You know, I mean, they made a mistake. <laughs> There's no doubt. Right. But, you know, if I'm a Bud Light drinker, that's not going to make me not drink it. So you're not going to throw your arms up and... No, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I know, you know, people just, they want to prove their point. Right. You know, and unfortunately, we prove our points very badly anymore. We really do. Let's see, if you're going to do any travel, here's the 10 worst airports to face travel disruptions this summer. Number one is Vegas, Harry Reid International. Really? Yeah. Followed by... George Bush International in Houston. Okay, that's number two. Okay. You got to say it like that. George, George Bush. <laughs> then it's Denver International. If you're going to Hawaii, Honolulu International is number four. San Fran comes in at number five. Orlando. You want to go down there to see Disney World or whatever it's called? Mm. Land? Is it land or world? No, world is in Florida. Land okay. is in California. Okay. It's uh, it's next. I don't know. I just remember. I remember Walt Disney on on Disney Sunday night telling me it was coming. Yeah. Okay. And it was. You know, and all oh, the wonderment of it all when he showed us. Oh, I know. <laughs> this uh, followed by Fort Lauderdale, then Dallas Fort Worth, Dallas Love Field. So two in Dallas, they're going to have issues, and Baltimore, well, it, Washington. Yeah. 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 Well, you got Houston, too. Yeah, so three airports out of Texas. Yeah. Going to have travel issues. Why is Vegas? Why does Vegas have 34.6% wow. of their flights delayed? Well, there? 
well, <laughs> it's Vegas. Is it Everybody Vegas? wants to go there. You know, it's, you gamble. You're gambling on getting a flight. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> when you're in Vegas, okay? <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. I'm going to need some of your uh, sound effects on this next one. Oh, boy. A passenger on board an hour-long Southwest Airlines flight, Southern California to Vegas, allegedly tried to force himself on a flight attendant, claiming he was having a panic attack and... Wouldn't be able to settle down unless she joined him in the lavatory. Come on. Now, I'm also envisioning... Hey, hey babe, I'm really... <laughs> now, he's probably crocked. Oh, yeah, All right, so true. I add that to... Hey, hey, babe. <laughs> I, I'm totally scared, man. <laughs> he kept on it until three of his buddies, okay, so they're, you know, they're traveling in a pack, finally pinned him to the seat. So the plane could land. Is this why there's so many delays in Vegas? Because of guys like this? Is that why? It, William Morgan, that's his name, now facing two federal, federal Yikes. counts of simple assault. They didn't use his middle name. Within the, the special maritime and territorial jurisdiction of the United States. Gosh. Each specific charge carries up to a year in prison. Man. This says in the first six months of this year, the FAA has received 857 reports of unruly passengers. Last year, they reported a total of 2,455, down from a high in 2021 of 5,973. That was the year, you know, following the pandemic. Right. Mask wearing. That was, you know, I I ain't wearing a mask. You know, you know how it was. (laughs) Right. So, um, it's not getting a whole lot better and maybe we just get all the information because we like to have those stories maybe <laughs> now we've heard about ozempic and wagovi yeah new weight loss drugs like ozempic and wagovi have helped people wanting to lose weight although they were meant originally for those with diabetes mm-hmm. new drug makers have developed a pill form the active ingredient in those drugs is in this. Currently, it must be injected on a weekly basis. Some maglutide? There you go. Thank you, Matthew. An uncomfortable process that turns off some potential patients because they, you know, get a shot. A pill swallowed once a day could solve that. There you go. The new pill forms of these weight loss drugs. And why are they calling them that now? What? Weight loss. They were meant for diabetes. Because they've been tweaked. Oh, I so know. That, you know. I know. It says it could soon reach $100 billion in annual global sales. You know, because we are, let's face it, an overweight society. Yep. You know? Even though they are approved only for people with type 2 diabetes. Now, how are these people... Why are doctors prescribing it to those who don't have diabetes? So I pre-diabetes, I think they say. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I asked my doctor about it because I was like, you know what? I would like it. I would like something just to help me get going. All right. You know, just to like just yeah. to get the ball. Okay. The ball going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, all right, let's look into it. So we looked into Wagovi. Okay. And uh, it is insanely expensive. Yes. Most most insurances. Here's the kicker. All right. And here's what what upsets her is is most insurances do not pay for weight loss medication. Okay. But they will pay for weight loss surgeries. So they're happy to pay for bariatric, lap yeah. band, all that stuff. Wow. But not for stuff like this. That just seems you know so much more simple. Yeah. 
You know, because the procedures of weight loss surgery are very, you know, can be very Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it can be yeah, yeah. deadly. There could be a lot of complications that go yeah. with it. Um, but uh, for the most part, at least mine, I mean, there, there's some insurances that do cover it. Right. Hmm. Mine I know it is very expensive. It's, it's incredibly expensive. It's very cost prohibitive to even, you know, try and pay for it on your own. I mean, it's like. I just don't know how people I'm going to say it. it was like, even even with a discount, it was like. $800 a dose, something like that. No kidding. Yeah. A dose. A dose. How many doses do you need? Like it's once a month. Okay. But still, take that times, you know, that's yeah. over nine grand, 10, ten yeah. grand a year. It's like $1,000 without it. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, we'll wrap things up with a good news story. Here's okay. a good one. A TikToker said his Sunday flight from Oklahoma City to Charlotte was delayed repeatedly for 18 hours. 18 hours. That's a terrible start. Man. But Phil Stringer, he hung in there. He, he ended up being the only guy on the flight. The only guy. <laughs> after it was all said and done. So he got to sit wherever he wanted. Wow. He got free passes into first class and a private party with the crew. See, you now some flights, they'd probably make you stay exactly where you were supposed to be. Nope. Yeah, you know, but this yeah. guy, he got to, they served him whatever drink or food he asked for. Now that's a flight. That is. That's cool. Just by hanging in there for 18 hours, okay? <laughs> and if I were in no hurry to get anywhere, if I'm on vacation, I'd wait it out. <laughs> that would be the best way to go. Yeah. He captured the unique and hilarious experience in a viral TikTok post. But look at that aircraft, how, you know, it's just empty. Yeah. And it's like he gets to go anywhere he wants. Hmm. <laughs> Didn't have to worry about somebody smelling up the bathroom before him. Nope. Doesn't matter that he leaves it clogged up when he's finished. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> nobody's there to complain. Okay. You know? That's true. That's a good so, point. <laughs> what, what an experience that'd be. Yeah. I have never been in a first class section. Me either. I don't know what's there. Yeah. Even on regular flights I take, I don't. I know I don't enjoy all the bells and whistles. The only thing that, that came close to this okay. was I was on a flight, New Year's Day 2000, <laughs> when everyone was super afraid okay. of you know, yes, yes. everything falling apart. Yeah, it was going to go down. Yeah. And um, we were on this flight coming back <laughs> home, and there was no one on it. It was like maybe 15, 20 people no on kidding. this flight. And, and the... Uh, Flight attendant actually came and, and told people, sit where you want. Did you go? Oh, yeah. So it's like we, we spread out. I mean, it was it was great. <laughs> Did this have a first class? Because a lot of airlines we fly, I, they don't have first class. Yeah, I, I wouldn't you know? say. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see anybody, you know, like no. running up to the, <laughs> but, you know, did you, you know, no. move over and take up a whole, I, yeah, absolutely. That's what I did. Man. It was great. <laughs> go back if you want. Yeah. You know, not going to oh, yeah. match anybody. Yeah. Nobody should be mad. And what is it with people? You know, bringing, and we're out of time, but you know, I bring this up because it's like a restaurant. Yeah. So all this space, all this oh, space. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they choose to come over, but why? Don't you like your own territory? Do you want to be over here in my way when I'm going back to the buffet? <laughs> Does your chair have to be out that far? Right. <laughs> why do they do that? I don't know, man. And I know, I guess it's it's in us now from, you know, the years and hundreds of years that we've evolved. You live in a community for protection. Sure. Okay. Sure. 
But now it's like, hey, give me some space. Give me some you know? space. Not li- you know, especially after all the COVID stuff. Right. I still find myself staying way back from somebody else. Really? That's just inbred in me So now, now you're just, this is part of your... I just go-to. don't. You know, yeah. I just, uh, I stay back at least, you know... Interesting. Six, eight feet. <laughs> at all times. Actually, I carry a pole. It's ten foot. <laughs> <laughs> Won't touch them with a ten foot pole. There you go. There That's you go. Legit in your so, <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you, all right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.